0: there welcome to tita talks where we talk about K drama. kdrama all right so i am again delayed wala episode last weekend if you follow me on twitter which is again at talks tita i tweeted something and i'm um, explaining why i wasn't able to upload anything last week. And supposedly, diba, dapat na realize ko na ngayon na nag-nag-nag-record ako ng mga episode, you know, in advance for something like this na nangyari nga. Pero no. <laughs> ako yung isa sa mga tao at siguro sa mundo na naghihintay talaga ng deadline you you know, you parang supposedly dapat na nawala na yang ugaling mong yan after mo maggraduate and all sa school. Pero hindi, hindi ko parin maali sa sarili ko na magprocrastinate. <laughs> na parang on the very week na kailangan ko na on the very same day na kailangan ko na mag-upload ng episode sa ako mag-record kasi I tried before na mag-record Prior to ano yung mga in advance nga kasi preparation either nagbakasyon or nung Pasko nag nag holiday vacation ako for something like that. Pero hindi mo feeling eh. hindi hindi gumagana yung utak ko habang iniisip yon But anyway, I am here now, so prepare yourself for another episode full of spoilers, rants, at kung anong-anong pagkukuda. In today's episode, we will be talking about the very controversial K-drama series na talaga namang pinag and drew a mix of reactions. This is The King Eternal Monarch. Grabe, ang yung balayibo ko every time I hear that song. And that was Gravity by Kim Jong-Won, which is one of the main songs na part ng OST ng series na to. And what you can hear now is the instrumental of My Day Is Full Of You by Siko and Wendy of Red Velvet. Another song that I really love from the OST. So, Okay. Details munatayo for those na I won't hindi ting Google. <laughs> so the series um, was actually produced by SBS TV and is also shown on Netflix for the global audience. And the series started April 17, 2020, and ended June 12, 2020. This is also the Comeback series. Come back to the beautiful bu- <laughs> Angelica. Oh my god nakapadud mo nayon, na yung mo nayong na yung movie, nakakatwai in fairness. Anyway, this is the comeback series of nagbabalik na opa natin from military service Lee Min Ho, and also this is another comeback to the small screen ng ating favorite goblin girl. Nisha Goblin, but she was part of. You know, you know what I mean. Our girl Kim Go Eun, I really love her. I mean, I, I think she's a really nice person. Hindi ko alam kung Kung hindi ko alam kung magaling lang siyang magarte sa mga behind the scenes and all the interviews that I've seen her. Pero parang ang ganda ng personality ni And officially, I am also part of those na nagship sa dalawa. Because I, I see a lot on Instagram and I think Twitter. Nakita ko may mga nagsiship sa kanilang dalawa. Kasi the behind the scenes of the king, talaga namang nakakakilig yung interactions nila. Yung parang, para silang close friends and all. But anyway, <laughs> malay ba natin, di ba? Alright. So the series also stars Wu Do-Wan, Kim Kyung-nam, Jun uh, Jung Hyun K Yan na naman ako sa mga pagbigkas Sorry kung hindi ko nabibigkas ng tama yung mga pangalan But I guess ma- alam niyo na ako sino yung ko And then also Lee Jung Jin Who is the main villain of the series The series is a mix of fantasy and romance And may konting action din um, the series is basically about Lee Gon, played by Lee Min-ho, a modern-day emperor of the Kingdom of Korea. Attempts to cross a barrier into an alternate reality where the Republic of Korea exists in the kingdom's stead. He comes across Detective Jung Tae-yul, played by Kim go eun whom he recognizes from an identity card he obtained during the turning point of his childhood his father's assassination. Ligon's half-uncle, Lilim, played by Lee Jongjin, who assassinated the previous king, Lee Ho, Ligon's father, is in hiding and assembling armies while traversing back and forth between the two parallel universe. So, naiintindihan mo ba? <laughs> Kasi ako, nahilo ako din eh. Honestly, nahilo kō nung binabasa ko yung um, synopsis niya but then basically it's a series that talks about two parallel universe and yung character ni Ho he had to travel back and forth these two worlds in order to bring justice to his father and also for the love of his life yung character naman nito ni Kim go which is Jung tae who's a uh, detective in our world okay Alright, so the series is 16 episodes and what else? The series also includes 13 songs as part of the OSD. And right now, I am already telling you that this series has one of the best OSD. Because normally, pano ko not best para sa akin siya. Um, normally kasi, pag nanonood ako ng series, after I finish the whole series, that, that's when I start to download songs na part ng OST. And when I do that, I only download or save those songs na talagang tumatak sa akin. Parang mag-trigger siya sa akin ng memory about the series. And also songs na talaga namang mapapakinggan ko on, on a random basis na hindi siya yung parang hindi ko kailangan magalalahanin or magremenes tung tungkol sa series. Something na, na I can also play randomly. Di ba? Habang naglilinis, habang naliligo or kumakain or something like that. So, of the 13 songs, I could say that I have like 80% of the songs downloaded kasi ganun kaganda, well-produced, uh, w- in- very much incorporated in the series na hindi sila yung parang once lang napakinggan, once lang plinay. Almost all the songs were given the spotlight. May mga sila ng happy, sad, confusing um, irritating memories about the series ang dami ang dami the series is written by the author or writer ng guardian the lonely something god ng title, hindi ko talaga maalala the writer is Kim Yoon Suk so this is actually one of the highly anticipated series of 2020 and I don't know if I think since last year, palagi ko na siyang mention And I think I have one episode kung saan talagang sinabi ko that this is one of the series that I am very much anticipating for this year. And, eto na nga. So it's finally done. I hope tapos na. Tapos mo nang panoorin ng series bago ka nakinig. Dahil I cannot promise you that this episode will not have any spoilers. And if you've been listening to all my previous episode, you would know that hindi ko kayang itik ko sa mga spoilers. <laughs> Galit ako sa spoilers, but then ako hindi ko kayang pigila ko, so I'm sorry if hindi kuna is spoil kita. Pero please know na you have to watch the series before kama kainig sa akin. <laughs> all right, so um, we'll not really talk about the. Um, the ratings and all because um, as you know, the series had so many controversies and isa sa mga kinakatakutan ko talaga pag nanonood ako ng series is if maunahan ako ng opinion ng mga ibang tao, if I would have that prejudice na parang ang dami kasing nagsasabi and if you have been watching news, you probably are aware of this controversial post of I, I de las Alas, who, he, she was actually just reacting, I mean, sharing her opinion about the series, and like every one of us, we have our own opinions, maybe hindi nag sayo, but then, opinion nila yun eh, so, when she posted that opinion of hers on the series, na parang sabi niya, uh, don't quote me, pero parang something like, Nakakagulo, magulo, na nakakahilo, na kung hindi dahil kay Liminho, hindi niya tatapusin yung series, or something like that. Hindi ba? Parang, opinion niya yun eh. However, yun yung kinakatakutan ko, na kapag pinapahuli ko, kasi minsan nga, ayokong, sumun- ayokong talaga yung parang sinusundan ko every week. Gusto ko matapos muna yung series bago ko siya panoorin. And the problem with that is that, when you, start to read or listen to other people, sometimes your judgment of a series is clouded. So that's one of my struggles initially. Ito yung na mga naging struggle ko sa series because I was afraid that the prejudice or yung opinions ng mga nakapanood na ng series or nanonood na ng series at the time would cloud my judgment and hindi ko talaga ma-appreciate yung series for what it is. Diba? get small get small. Yun, yun yung isa sa mga kinakatakutan ko. That's why after a few na mga nag-comment na nakakahilo yung series, I stopped watching, or I stopped reading, or I stopped listening to everybody's opinion on the series. Kasi natatakot talaga ako. Sabi ko nga, ano ba magdadala ako ng kating ko habang nanonood? Kukakain ba ako na maraming kanin? Para prepared ako? Hindi ba ako dapat, uminom ba ako ng bonamil? meal Bonamin ba yun? Yung parang pag naihilo ka sick or something. <laughs> yun yung talagang pumapasok sa isip ko. Pero sabi ko nga, I need to control my um, thoughts in order for me to really appreciate the series. So, let's talk about the series. So, off the bat, I already told you that the series, definitely, ang strength niya ay OST. And what do you expect, diba? Ang laki ng budget ng SBS for this series alone, ba? So, you would know that the songs that would be part of the OST would be definitely well-produced. And ang mga singers naman, Gami, Wasa, uh, Wasa of Mama Mo, um, Zion T, Zico and Wendy, ang dami, uh, Paul Kim, The Vichy, and isang nga sa mga naging struggle ko creating this podcast episode was choosing the song na ipi-play after I introduce the se- the title of the series or na pag-uusapan natin in this episode. Because there's so many good songs. Kay Gami, kay DaVinci, they were also memorable. So if they were also memorable, then it definitely means na magaling ang trabaho na ginawa ng musical director. Dahil, it was, well, yun yeah, all the songs were given the spotlight. They were all memorable. Talagang naman they triggered a lot of emotions, especially na nung pinapakinggan mo siya, while there, there were romantic scenes, or nakakaiyak na scenes, or nakakagalit na scenes. Yeah, so, OST. OST is definitely one of the strengths of this series. Another strength for me is, noo, na- Napaka-obvious naman, when you first watch the, even the first episode palang lang, alam mo na kagad that cinematography-wise, they are on a different level. Oh my gosh, ang ganda ng lighting, yung camera angle talaga namang, wow! It's it's not a very basic one na talagang shoot lang kung ano, on a, left-right angle, ito umiikot yung camera, yung mga anggolong hindi mo alam kung paano ginawa ng camera man yung anggolong yon, dumapa ba siya? tagilid ba siya? <laughs> eh. may mga anggolong ganon and it actually is not weird, I mean it's not usual for for K-drama series to have those type of angles kasi, yun nga I, I don't know, bakit nga ba hindi ganun but anyway I guess because it's a fantasy series so medyo creative talaga yung camera angles and all. But then yun nga, it's it's not that weird. Although it's different, it's it's not uncommon, but it's not weird. And talagang na-heighten niya. For me ah, I don't know, medyo talagang particular lang ako. But there were scenes na it ha- the camera angle heightens the emotions or heightens the scene. Na parang may scene doon na if i'm not mistaken there was a scene na parang mas- na na parang shocking for kim goeun's uh, character tas yung angle niya is parang naka um yung sa warm, warm view ah, shocks na kalimutan ko na naman yung school Ugh, in terms okay so alam nyo nang hindi talaga ako nakikinig nung college days basta yung angle ng camera is yung parang sa worm's view tapos nakapa naka-tilt siya in upper parang upward left parang ganun yung angle talagang oh my gosh parang iniikot din yung utak mo anyway <laughs> Masyado malalim na um, and also as I mentioned ang chemistry ang chemistry ni Lee Minho and Kim Goyan. Oh my gosh. So that's why I am se- telling you, I am officially shipping the love theme team in- from real R E A R E E L to R-E-A-L love team ni Lee Ho and Kim Goyan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Siguro pag nag- naglabas na ng picture and dispatch ng mga um, secret dates nila na, or sa car yung sundo or nang katid oh my gosh, siguro yung tweets ko on that day would be so many talagang hindi ako titigil ang dami kong ilalike ng mga post talagang <laughs> ikukwento ko sa lahat na nagdi-date na yung dalawa oh my gosh there was definitely, I don't know huh? I don't know if it's because of Kim Go Eun or if it's Lee Min Ho or talagang magaling na yung chemistry ng dalawa because I recently um watched as well the Tune In for Love ni Kim Go Eun and Jung Haein and kinilig din ako so I don't know kung sa galing lang talaga ni Kim Go Eun yun yun know, parang kahit sinong i-partner mo map- mapamatanda mapabata talagang Nakikiligin ka. But there, there's something different sa kanilang dalawa. <laughs> lang siguro talaga ako. But anyway, that's one of the strengths of the series. Definitely, I i saw the chemistry in the two um characters. And episode 5. Episode 5. Yung nasa kwarto si... Um, yung naka, nakatravel na si Kim Go yun sa kabilang mundo or kabilang universe or world or whatever at nandun sila sa palace nandun, sa, nandun siya sa kwarto and kausap niya sa nakaupo sila sa sahig kasama si Liminho and nag-uusap sila and nag-kiss and <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh kilig na kilig talaga ako ton oh my gosh F- episode 5 for me was so good anyway alright moving on nahalos na ubus ko kaka kwento sa inyo ng chemistry Um also another strength of the series is the ins of course the intriguing story. Um I wouldn't say that this would be the first. Na may mga parang fantasy about parallel universe. Ah, would this be the first? Ay ah, yeah, no? I think it is. I think it is. It is the first na may, talagang ang story revolves around parallel universe and the whole idea about it. And, yeah, that, that makes this, the whole series very intriguing for me. Kasi talagang gusto mong malaman kung ano yung difference ng dalawang mundo, ano similarities, how are they going to end up. There were so many questions that would make you really watch the series from start to end. Like, who saved Liminho before yung, nung bata pa siya diba sino yung nakaitim na nag-save sa kanya um how did he end up with the um id diba how that yung yung person na naka-black was it uh, the character of kim goyun kasi na nakuha niya yung id ni ano eh ni taeul dun sa 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 taong nakaitim diba so it makes you think na si Jong Taeol yung nag-save sa kanya in the past. So, but you know, as a K-drama fan or any teleserie drama fan, you would know that pag ganun yung kwento, there's always something more to it. So, hindi ka kagad um, convinced na si Jong Taeol yung nag-save sa kanya noon. So, that's one thing that would make you um watch the series from start to finish. And yun nga, how... Lim, Lilim, yung uncle ni ano, ni sa kar- yung character niya. How did he get caught? Kasi sa episode one, the series started with that, na nahuli na nila si Lilim on the current world. Okay? On the Republic of Korea world. Diba? So, how did he end up there? So, that's one other question that you wanna know. Kaya, papanoorin mo yung series. And how will he die? Kasi, you know, it's fantasy and romance, diba? So, hindi naman to melodrama na first, pers- possibly hindi mamatay yung kontrabida at mamatay pa yung mga bida. So, definitely mamamatay yung kontrabida. Otherwise, magrarali ang mga k-drama fans. <laughs> diba? So, it makes you think, how did this um, character, how would this character die? Ano siya mahuli? So, it's a very intriguing story. Now, there are two types of series for me that would really catch my attention. I have a problem with um, attention. So, I guess, I probably mentioned it before or you probably would have noticed. I really have a problem with attention. So, um, when I'm watching a series, if it's not really intriguing for me. Usually, nagugupit ako ng split ends, kung naglalaro ako ng games sa cellphone ko, nagsascroll ako sa Twitter, nagscroll ako sa Facebook while watching. Hindi ko alam kung ako lang yung gumagawa nun. Pero, that's how I watch and believe me, mas naiintindihan ko ang series kapag gumaganon ako ko sa sa talagang nakafocus. The only time that I would be able to really focus on the series is kapag talagang nakukuha yung attention ko, na talagang napaka-importanting sundan mo ko yung sinasabi ng mga characters. And for all the years that I've been watching a K-drama series, I think I only remember one or two series na ganon yung nangyari. Na parang, it's very intriguing na hindi ko talagang magawang lumingon or nakuha niya talaga yung attention ko. Na hindi ako gumagawa ng kahit anong bagay. I, will, I wasn't doing any multitasking task. I, ano? I wasn't doing multitasking. <laughs> Kaya talagang Masasabi kong maganda yung series kasi talaga nakukuha yung attention ko. This, however, The King Eternal Monarch, I would say na nakuha niya yung attention ko. I was, for a first few episode, siguro mga first six episode, talagang nanonood ako sa kanya. Hindi ako lumilingon for several reasons. On the first two episodes, uh, hindi ako lumilingon, hindi ako kumukurap, kumbaga... (laughs) hindi literally okay so parang hindi ko talaga mang luming umiban ng direction or hindi tumingin sa screen dahil naihilo ako yon honestly naihilo ako ng una kasi naga-adjust pa yung brain ko sa mga nangyayari nas sa series di ba kasi palipat-lipat sila so the scenes would trans- would move from mis parang Ngayon pa lang nasa Kingdom of Korea ka. Tapos mamaya nasa Republic of Korea kana So parang nahihilo ako at that time. So talagang kailangan mong mag-focus para masabi, para maintindihan mo kung anong nangyayari. So the first two episodes ganun, yun yung reason ko kung bakit ako na nahuhuk or bakit nakuha niyo yung attention ko. It's more for, forced na kinuha yung attention ko kasi yung nga nag-adjust pa yung brain ko sa kung paano ma-laman kung nasa ang mundo yung mga characters on the latter part of the episodes i would say na my attention was grabbed because the story was really intriguing it really was intriguing na in a way na parang gusto mo malaman in the next episode what will happen to them gusto mo pa ng more kilig scenes and more explanations of what's going on and you know parang inaabangan mo yung mangyayari however on the latter part of the series medyo nagbago na tayo dun so pag usapan natin yan later on let's talk about the good things first Okay? Because the series wasn't really that bad for me. Honestly. Numya. Um I was afraid that the 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 sabi sabi na Um the write-ups about the series would cloud my judgment about it. Pero after watching the series, I was actually looking at on my own. Parang hindi ko nainisip ko yung sinasabi nila na nakakahilo. Yes, nakakahilo on the first few episode, first two episode, nakakahilo. But that was because your mind was struggling with the idea of two worlds, okay? And hindi naman tayo lahat genius. ba uh, For me, particularly, hindi ako ganoon katalino halos mabagsak ko yung mga science subject ko at chance ko lord, itong series na to, ang, ang daming science concept, sci-fi concept na inadopt nila na parang, ina, yung si writer ano, si writer si to, Kim Yun. So, parang kinuha niya lahat ng ideas na pwedeng ilagay ipasok na natin yan, time travel parallel universe, nagfe-freeze tao, lahat na yan ipasok natin <laughs> So, yun. So, no mga first 2 episodes talaga, yun, medyo nag-struggle talaga yung utak ko, but it's really not that bad. I, I don't know about you guys, but I-, I don't know about you. Maybe we can talk on Twitter and discuss about it more, but for me, it wasn't that bad at all. Honestly. <laughs> so, we will talk about the negative things later on. So, there are a few more things na gusto ko pag-usapan as for the strengths of the series. Another strength for me is the outfits. Set decide. Locations. Oh my God! Ang ganda. I mean, ito na na naman yung isa na naman sa mga series na <laughs> hindi talaga mapapaisip ka kung paano ang mga sabi nila, mahirap daw sila. Diba yun, parang grenta lang sila, tapos um, yung tatay niya nag lang, ng taekwondo class. Pero yung outfit niya ante, pabago-bago, tsaka ang ganda ng mga outfit din. Well, hindi eh, siya yung girly, but then, diba, parang for a regular salary person, anong tawag sa kanila? <laughs> diba parang it's highly un- unexpected for her to have so many coats and all but it's a k-drama series what do you expect diba may outfits yan so anyway yun outfits yung mga damit ni um, yung mga damit nila ni Kim go Eun, ni Lee ho and the prime minister oh my god diba saan ka ng prime minister na napaka posh ng mga outfit talagang yung yung ano niya yung office niya nakita niyo yung wallpaper yung mga accent yung mga di, ay yung mga furnitures yung mga yung mga uh, ano to yung mga vase yung mga yung design <laughs> yung overall design ng room oh, ang ganda ni Ate ang ganda at kasi Ate din mismo ang ganda so, talagang ah, amazing amazing Set design and yung mga locations, tiba. And another f- um strength for me is definitely this is going to boost tourism again for Korea once na nakabalik na yung nag-normalize na tayo and wala na tayo to, tapos na tong pandemic na nararanasan natin for sure part na ng travel itinerary ng mga K-drama fans na pupunta ng Korea ang mapuntahan yung mga locations like the church um, definitely kung pup- kung makakabalik nga ako ng Korea pupuntahan ko yung church ang ganda eh yung church um kung buhay pa sana yung um uh, yung ba na katapat nung yung parang nasa compound lang siya na cafe Oh my gosh! But I know that that set was actually built for the series. I just hope na yung uh, may nung cafe na prino promote would retain that cafe for. Because for me, it would definitely be um, one of the locations na ng K drama fans. And most of the tourism in Korea are actually because of the K drama. So. Diba? Yung tunnel nga ng sa Goblin eh. just kung pinupuntahan ng mga tao. Diba? So, ano pa yung may mga cafe na pwede pa sila kumain. Yung dual purpose, pwede siyang kumain, pwede siyang pahinga habang travel And at the same time, take a picture of the location na kung saan most of the scenes in the series took place. ba. So, definitely, outfits set design locations, everything is actually good about that. Parang wala akong maiisip na tapon ng mga damit na set design yung 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 um, ano to? yung set design for the palace. Oh my gosh, I love it. And yung CGI ng palace ng um, even yung tram na ako no na akala ko talaga merong tram yung sasakyan di ba sa Kingdom of Korea. Yun yung form of transportation nila is a tram. Yung parang train tram ang tawag actually. But then, yun nga, akala ko talaga, there was a, there's still a tram, um a, a running tram in Korea, kung saan sila nang But apparently, I think it's a CGI. Kasi, pag tahan mo yung mga location ng cafe, for example, na naging part ng series, pag tinignan mo, there's no way na may, may tram doon. So, you know, gets mo na na, hindi siya totoo but then yun nga ang ganda ng pagkakagawa cinematography, ayun all those that I've mentioned that's the strength of the series alright okay so we have talked about the good side of the series, now let's go and talk about the not so good side of the series <laughs> I wouldn't say that these are all negative. Um, I would say that this somehow confusing. Yun. Yun na lang. I think confusing is the common word or parang kung describe mo yung series in one word. Siguro ma- magagamit mo ang confusing. I, I mean, it... Dif- iba-iba tayo ng opinion of the series. I mean, I love the series. It wasn't the best for me as for the series. But, it's not that bad. You know, siguro nga dahil nga pwedeng napektuhan din to ng pinagbabasa ko or sa opinion ng iba na nabasa ko kaya medyo bumaba yung standard ko. Tapos nung napanood ko na siya, kaya na-appreciate ko siya kasi masyadong mababa yung standard ko. Something like that. But anyway, alright. So, um, small things that I have ne- men- um, noticed about the series that, I yeah, part of the n- weakness of the series. For me, there were some inconsistencies. Um, let's talk about the scar. Yung scar na very important actually. It's not just the usual scar or nasugatan lang siya na part ng, ng pag-iing bata. It was actually a very important uh important part of Lee Minho's character um because the scar represents the trauma the trauma the dark childhood past ni uh ni Ligon at uh, Li uh, Ashaxon li yeah Ligon yung character ni Lee Minho. kasi pag kung iisipin mo diba yung scar na yon yun yung signify ng kayo bakit nga ginawa yung mga ginawa niya because he wants to seek justice for his father and for the traumatic past that he had to go through dun sa uncle niya na, yun nga na nag-cause nung scar sa kanya but there were some scenes that, I don't know if it's the lighting, na masyadong mataas yung lighting, kaya parang nabubura yung scar, but there were some scenes na I can definitely say na nakalimutan ng makeup department lagyan siya ng scar probably iniisip nila that that's the collar is so is high pero may mga angle kasi na dapat supposedly with the angle of the camera makita mo na yung scar eh. so for me yung parang yun yung na-notice ko Ay, alam nyo naman ako ma- masyado ako mapag-masid so, pero kasi importante yun eh Napaka-importante yun na parang parang yun yung parang um, third eye, kumbaga. Pag ang tao may third eye, kahit gusto mong iwasan, hindi siya tingnan, titignan mo yung uh, unusual part sa kanya, diba? So, yun. Parang unusual yun sa kanya na may scar. Kasi nga, very important part din yun ng pagkatauhan niya. Kasi, yun nga, signi- paulit-ulit na lang ako, signifies sa trauma. So, Diba? pag mo yung leg niya, iisipin mo mo yung scar. but there were some scenes na hindi ko nakikita. so that for me, mayo naging pabaya sila don. Uh, it's not a biggie but it's something that i i notice. i don't know if you notice it too. maybe you can tell me or if it's just me or if you notice it you can we can talk about it on twitter um, Another thing, of course, it's not the happy ending. It's not the Pinoy happy ending that we love, that we wanted every series, in every teleserie that we watch. When I say Pinoy happy, happy ending, it's those endings na naikita mo sila together with kids, running around, picnic, yung, yung mga ganun kinasal. Diba? yung nakakulong yung kontrabida, lahat masaya, yung friends nila may mga love life din. Ganon yung mga typical Pinoy happy ending. Diba? We usually end at a teleserie with a grand wedding for the lead characters or a grand picnic for everyone na part nung series, all happy, pregnant, with kids, blah, blah, blah. Diba? The series, of course, when you read the synopsis, you would already know na hindi mo makukuha yon because they come from two different worlds. And even during the series, they, in one of the few episodes, they have expressed their intentions to remain on their own world. Diba? Parang nakiusap si Ligon noon na wag siyang... Pak- parang gagaw- susundin niya lahat ng gusto ni... Jong basta wag lang siyang pakiusapan ni Taeol na to stay with her on the kingdom of Korea world di ba? kasi he has obligations that he wants to fulfill in the kingdom of Korea and ganun din naman si Jong Taeol she also mentioned na parang wag siyang pakiusapan na magstay sa kanya kasi nga she wants to continue to serve the public as a detective she loves her job so Kumbaga, the series already prepared you for it. The series prepared you for it na hindi ka talaga ng happy ending na inaasam mo. And so, that's one of the things na siguro magiging weakness. Because, it I guess it depends on you. But as a Pinoy, you know, we always want a happy ending. Ang happy ending natin is a very grand wedding, picnic, and all. But, for me... After getting used to this type of endings na, sa mga series na napanood ko in the past, I think this is already good enough. I mean, hindi sila yung katulad sa Hotel del Luna na hindi mo alam kung nagkakatuluyan ba sila or what. Kasi napakahanging nung ending. Yung Korean Odyssey, hanging din. At least dito, ba? You know that they grew old together. But of course, that triggered a lot of questions in your mind. So... We'll talk about those questions later on. Um, another controversy of the series was too much ad placement. And initially, when I was watching the series, I was already told by... Nakalimutan ko, sino nagsabi sa akin on Twitter that to be ready kasi maraming mga ad placements so baka um, nga turn off ka sa series because of that. Honestly, ng first few episodes, I was okay with it. I mean kumakain sila, umiinom sila nung, um, ano yun, Gin-, hindi ginger, ginseng something-something, kumakain sila dun sa BBQ olive fried chicken something, yung cafe, yung iniinom nilang milk tea. I was okay with it. I mean, syempre, there, there were some scenes na they had to eat, they had to drink, diba? So, makes them human. Di hindi ng mga kahit ini natin nakikitang tumatay or umiihi yung mga K-drama k- series ever. Kasi so it was okay, but then I guess um mga sa mga la- sa mga after episode 10, medyo naging ano na talaga sila parang back to back to back to back na yung naging ad placement na doon medyo talagang ah ad placement na naman, ang dami na ads. But you would understand, sa laki ng budget na ginastos ng SBS, kailangan nilang bumawi, okay? Kailangan nilang bumawi. Yung payate pa lang, di ba? Helicopter, yung yate, yung mga buildings, yung mga locations, tapos yung costumes, yung props, yung set designs. Oh my God! Parang feeling ko nga na mababangkrap ang SBS dahil sa series na to. Pero, di ba? Kailangan nila nang bawiin yun. So, one form of pagbawi is to, put as much ads as you can on the series did it affect the series initially no but then later on yes napektuhan na talaga for me yung series kasi may mga scenes do na parang okay lang sa akin ko yung I don't know kung sino yung nagsabi I can't remember pero like, parang there was a scene where I think Jong tae um or it, was it Lee ho that offered something para may ginawa siyang tulong sa isang karakter. and then sabi niya ang kabawi bawi na lang dito is bigyan mo ako nyang ginseng na iniinom mo kasi nakita kong iniinom mo yang something something so ganun. parang ah oh, parang nanidيريا ako. <laughs> parang ganoon ewan ko kung ako lang yun or nanidiri ka lang, pero parang turn off na yun eh turn off na yun yung una okay pa na parang na- sinasama lang nila na kumakain lang sila na sinasabi nila na oh masarap ganun naman talaga lagi yon, na kailangan ma-mention ng mga characters sa series na masarap yung inakain nila or in nila or kung ano yung ginagawa nila para yung fulfillment ang contract ng contract nung ad ba nung mga sumunod na talaga parang ah oh, nakakadiri na <laughs> anyway yun um that's one of the things na weakness ng series na to too much ad placement talaga. Um confusing transition of worlds nung una talaga first two episode I would tell you na talagang hilong hilo ako as in talagang pino ko yung panonood ko para lang I, parang i-ano I, ko ulit parang i absorb ng utak ko yung nangyayari kasi nga sabi ko sa inyo hindi talaga ako lumaki na nagbabasa ng mga science book, sci-fi novels or all anything like that. Impacket book lang talaga ako yung mga romance, yung mga precious hearts romances na lang talaga yung binabasa ko noon. <laughs> nakita niyo naman yung age ko. So, yun, ganoon, ganoon lang talaga yung binabasa ko so hindi prepared yung utak ko sa mga sci-fi concept na nilagay ni ni writer Kim. So, nung nagsisimula, talagang super confusing, hindi ko idedenyon. Hindi ko sasabihin sa yun na hindi, kailangan mo lang mag-focus. Talagang confusing, shate. <laughs> Kasi I guess yung confusing sa kanya is that the transition ng Ka, nung pagka-edit niya, yung parang at one moment, pinag-uusapan natin ng Kingdom of Korea, and then all of a sudden, without any parang extreme shots or, okay, yung parang, yung parang surrounding shots lang muna, na para i-establish mo muna na, okay, you are now on Kingdom of Korea. And tapos establishing shot na naman na, okay, you are now in Republic of Korea. Parang ganun. I was hoping that they would do something like that. Para lang iset yung utak mo na, ah okay, so the characters that I'm seeing right now is nasa Ano, Kingdom of Korea. Kasi ang medyo nakakonfuse talaga was when lilim was traversing from one world to the other. Kasi yung itsura niya hindi nagbabago, niba At least yung character dito ni Wudo uh, ni Wan, si joyong nagbabago siya eh. Kasi sa Kingdom of Korea, si joyong siya. Tapos, pag nasa, ano naman siya, sa uh, sa Republic of Korea, si yeon na naman siya. So, nagbago yung hairstyle, nagbago yung personality niya, yung pananalita niya. So, kumbaga, at least, alam mo kung nasa ang mundo ka. Pero kasi yung mga scenes ni Lilim, na, siya, hindi mo alam kung, hindi mo malalaman kung saan siya. Kasi, yun nga, confusing. Confusing talaga siya. Kasi, diretsong, cut yung edit niya na parang okay move to another world so, yun, yun yun yung mangi, naging confusing sa akin um, ano pa ba confusing storyline confusing science concept concept <laughs> concept um, ano pa ba uh, yun sa simula talaga nahilo ko, pero nung nagsim- ko na kung parang na-identify ko na yung mga tao sa Korea, Kingdom of Korea, and yung mga tao sa uh, Republic of Korea, medyo naging okay na. What started it again to be confusing is when time traveling w- was involved already. Um, Di nga sa series, he eventually figured out that who saved him during that time na pinatay yung tatay niya was actually himself. Ligon. Sinave niya yung sarili niya. Nag-travel siya back in time. That created so much confusion. Episode 14 hanggang 16 actually, hilong-hilo ako. Basta nang nang simula na siya mag-time travel, ang gulo. Ang gulo na ng utak ko as in, there were so many questions na talagang after the series ended, I felt that there were so many questions unanswered. Number one unanswered question for me. I'm not sure kung na-explain na siya or na hindi ko lang naintindihan but I still don't know who that yo-yo boy is. Like, sino siya? Anong role niya? Bakit nakakapunta siya from one world to the other na wala naman siyang ka power diba? Na wala siya nung kalahati nung flute, diba? So, I have no idea kung paano nangyayari. Di tapos bigla siyang nawawala. Remember the scene na, na ano, dinakip si si jong teol And yung nagpatakas sa kanya, tumulong sa kanya na makatakas was that kid. And then all of a sudden, nawala yung bata. So, ano yun? Ano siya parang mahiwagang nila lang? Kasi sa... So, di ba kung naalala na nyo sa, sa Guardians, yung pamangkin ni, ano, yung character dun ng si Song Jae, di ba parang, ano din siya dun, minsan sinasapian siya ng deity, ng fortune, or something, something like that. Sinasapian siya. So, bak, ka-creative character na naman to ni writer Kim na hindi ko na impindihan. Kasi nga siguro masyadong creative yung utak niya na masyadong malalim na katulad kong masa, yung pucho-pucho lang yung utak, hindi nagigets. tiba Parang hindi ko grasp yung creative idea niya. Hindi kami nagkakatagpo kasi nga masyadong malalim. And for me, there were so many scenes na talagang ang ganda sana kung naintindihan mo yung creative impact niya like there was a scene na kung saan yung first time diba na nakapunta sa kingdom of Korea ni Jung Tae-ol, and she was given like a day off to roam around and one of the places that she went to was the house of well supposedly the house of the rich at parallel character of uh, yung best friend niya ni si ano sino ba to? Um, si Shinjai, si Kang Shinjai. Diba? So, mapapaisip ka kung yung nakita niya nung dumaan yung tram was the real sh- um, Shinjai. Kasi at that time, hindi pa na, na i-reveal na yung totoong Shinjai pala, or yeah, yung totoong J was actually in a hospital. So, at that time, ang isip ko nung pinanood ko siya nung yung pinapanood ko yung actual scene I was thinking that she was looking at the parallel or the counterpart of Shinjae in the Kingdom of Korea world but apparently it was just like parang edit na parang yung nakikita niya hindi pala niya nakikita but it was actually like a same moment kind of thing na si Shinjae pinuntahan yung bahay niya doon sa Kingdom of Korea yung old house niya so yun imagine na na nalulula sa akin yung mga ganung scenes kasi nga hindi ganong ka kabilis mong pick up yung utak ko na oh my god creative ano pala yun something something anyway there were so many scenes na yun nga um one other scene na naalala ko na hindi ko rin alam ko ano nangyari was when you do you remember the scene na nagdidilig ng halaman si si jong tae tapos dinidiligan niya, or actually, nilulunod niya sa tubig, yung magic lily. <laughs> Feeling ko talaga, hindi, kaya hindi tumubo yung magic lily, kasi nalunod na yun sa tubig. Ang dami niya maglagay. But anyway, yung nagdidilig siya ng tubig, nakatingin siya sa bintana, tapos pagtingin niya, di ba, nakita niya si Ligon, na may dala ng bulaklak, tapos naalala niya yung moment na yon and that, specific line na parang I've never said this before but I love you parang ganun tapos yun niya but then si Ligon hindi yung maalala but then eventually we saw on like episode 15 or 16 that scene happened again and with the exact same line but then on a different type of scenario na hindi siya nagtidilig but she was actually coming out of her car and dala ni Ligon yung kabayo niya but he said the exact same line so talagang kailangan ko pang itanong sa iba pang na- nanood ng series kung nag- napanood din ba niya yung moment na yun mula nung sa may nagdidilig tapos dun sa may kabayo na A- ano yun? Hilong <laughs> hilang ako so Yung unang nangyari, yung ng siya ng halaman, was it because he was already time-traveling? So, he was somehow changing paunti-unti yung memory ni Jong tae So, I am so confused. And yun nga, yung the idea of time-traveling. Kasi sa Signal, kung napanood niyo na yung Signal, and actually in every other series that involve, or movies that involves time-traveling, you would already know that anything that you change in the past would affect the future so yun yung medyo naging hindi ko ma-grasp sa idea ng series is that how come yung series na yun parang yung time traveling ni ligon hindi na apektuhan yung yare sa past niya sa ayan nga ba nahilo na ako kasi di ba na parang nung binago niya yung past niya nung nalaman niya na kung sino siya tapos, ah, ang dami <laughs> hindi ko ma-explain pero hilong-hilong ako talaga don sa concept na yun na parang minago niya eh, so dapat memang mangyaring bago sa kanyang present pero parang wala so it, parang it defies the whole idea of time traveling I, I won! Siguro nga hindi hindi kami hindi na, hindi ko gets kasi masyadong malalim, masyadong creative si writer Kim and all the directors sa pagpresent ng idea but then yeah, it was just so confusing. The storyline, the concept, uh, science concept. So Ang, ang daming na trigger talaga na questions sa akin by the end of the series. Like, yung uncle niya, remember there, yung uncle ni, uh, na namatay, supposedly, si Lee Jong-in, tiba Why did he go to the bookstore? Di ba? Kasi may, may scene doon na tingnan track niya yung pinuntahan nung uncle niya. And he, kinda had the idea of, or awakening na everything happens for a reason. Hindi De, hindi lang coincidence na pumunta yung uncle niya doon sa bookstore. So, does that mean that his uncle knows something? Na hindi niya, na parang nakapforesee niya yung future or he knows about the two worlds? That, again, hindi ko na naman intindihan and then, um, ano pa ba, yung, yung CCTV, di ba? Nung sinusundan niya yung mga pinuntahan ni Jong tae sa Kingdom of Korea, there was one CCTV video wherein nakita niya yun with a different outfit near the bookstore na iniimbistagahan niya and a different year or different date. So, ano yun? Bakit siya nagkaroon ng ganung video Diba? par explain yun naman sa akin na normal lang yung brain. Na medyo sakto lang talaga, pang masa lang. Yung makapasa lang ng pang ano <laughs> Pasang awa lang sa college. So, please, explain yo And also, yung scene na nag-breakdown si Prime Minister kasi hindi mackerel yung sinabi ng nanay niya na kung ano yung dinner niya. So, does that mean na si Lilim pinalitan yung nanay niya? So, I have no idea. I'm so, honestly, talaga, episode 14, uh, actually, 14, 15, 16, Hilo hilo ako. As in, talagang doon ko na-realize na, okay, Eto yung hilo na sinasabi nyo. Hindi ito yung first, hindi siya yung sa first two episodes, okay? Hindi siya yung first two episodes na nakakahilo. 14, 15, 16, doon talaga na-hilo ako. Like, talaga sumakto yung sa utak ko yung So, I guess that's why the series, for me, on a if I would rank it out of 10, 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, the series would definitely get a 6 from me. It is still a 6 because the series is not so bad in terms of the story, na hindi siya boring, hindi rin you know the typical na predictable series it's very creative Yung nga lang na feeling ko talaga if if i were to describe the series the whole the king eternal monarch series is it's like yung donut na binili mo eh, na puru designs caramel chocolate glaze and all those sprinkles and chocolate chips and all that. Pero pag kinagat mo, parang ano siya, empty sa loob. Yung parang hangin, yung tinapay. So, matamis lang siya, maganda sa paningin, very attractive, it gets your attention, naglalaway ka nung makita mo yung donut. But it doesn't really fulfill you. It doesn't give you, you know, a feeling na parang something was added to you. And that's what I'm looking for whenever I watch a K-drama series. Sometimes, kinahanap ko din talaga yung parang may maiambag siya sa buhay mo. May lessons na matuturo sa'yo. Although there, there was a lesson about love and, you know, loyalty and what else? Yung parang unconditional love and all that. But, this the series doesn't really this the love story in the series is not the typical one so it's a complicated world and yun nga, dahil sa paging complicated ng story niya although it's, it is interesting to to learn about parallel universe and all that time traveling but again, yun nga yun yung naging problema ko sa series eh ang daming science concepts na nilagay ni writer Kim na parang feeling ko gusto lang niya yung bongga gusto mo ng bongga, yung bongga pero nalimutan niya na ang essence ng drama series is not just because of all the CGI's and all the set designs and all the costumes and OST, it has to be the story yung story na madaling masundan, interesting um, it gives the the audience um, something na pwedeng, I- yung pagpupulutan ng aral, ganun yun yung essence talaga sa akin ng K-drama eh. Hindi talaga siya yung parang, dahil nga may mga flying dragons, whatever. Hindi siya ganon for me eh. So I don't know. I don't know if that's the same, um, if you have the same concept or idea about the K-drama series. But for me, yun yung naging failure nitong series na to eh. That's why I only gave it a six. Because it it was all glitter and glamour. But the full essence of the story, the whole, you know, yung parang from start to finish, naging maayos yung kwento, pinakilig ka, pinasaya ka, pinainit yung ulo mo. Yes, there were, but yun nga, hindi siya ganun ka-fulfilling. <laughs> and honestly, for me, the series was just saved by the OST, Inga yung, yung set designs, yung locations, yung CGI effects, yung funny lines. I, I really love the character of Lady No. <laughs> Tuwang-tawa ako every time na pinipigilan niya yung mga baguettes. And also yung character ni ano dito ni um Wu, sorry, Wu Du Yung character niya na from Ju Yong, Ju Yong, Yang na very prim and proper, tapos yung counterpart niya naman sa, sa Kingdom of Korea, na very funny, tapos jaw logs, kumbaga na si yun I Ay, I really love it. <laughs> One of the best characters. But again, ang daming tanong na hindi na nasagot, ang daming iniwang tanong sa akin, which again, adds up to the fact that the series wasn't really, Inga. Poli tulit ako. The feeling, hindi ako nabusog, na hindi ako na parang, yeah, hindi ako nabusog kasi nga it was all just glitz and glamour. Pero yung mismong bread, yung tinapay na sana bubusog sa yo, wala, it was empty. So, yeah, that's that's it for me. And again, if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just want to talk about the series more in details, I'm always available. You can always tweet me. My Twitter is at Talks Tita. And that's it. Good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars.